Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Filippo Spreafico. Oh, that was the introduction. Yes. Because <laughs> he said, don't talk. And then, because I'll do the introduction. And then, hello, Anna Beros. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. So happy to have you. We were talking about having a jingle for your for your show. We really were. And, and uh, you have a great idea. We came up with one. We, uh, no, you did. It's great. Well, because you have the drumsticks and they really helped me. It's like, one, two, three, four. Ah, adult only. Ah, ah, adult only. Wait. Ah, adult only. Ah, ah, adult only. Berlin. And that is uh, that is Can I use that? Like I think absolutely. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It's really I, good. Uh, the, the the way is really good. Uh, I I like to give. I like to give. You like to give. I like to give in. I like receiving. That's lovely. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's a match made in heaven. It is. It's perfect. No. Adults only. Adults only. It's really good. Thank you so much for the apple juice as well. Yeah, you uh, you requested things for today. Yes. So um, uh, you you requested juice mm-hmm. and uh, sparkling water and sparkling water. So this morning I woke up and I was like, <gasps> I haven't got either of these things. So I went for a bike ride to find you some uh, sparkling. Water. Thank you so much. You know that uh, you you are you are from New Zealand, mm. or, but you lived in Australia. Mm. So one of my favorite experiences with sparkling water that I had was from in Australia. I was in Adelaide. One of your favorite experiences with, with sparkling. Sparkling water. water. Mm-hmm. I was in Adelaide, uh, the Adelaide Fringe, mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the end of during the festival uh, the, uh, in the Artists Bar, Artists Bar, which is spelled in French. There, Artists uh, Artist Bar. Artist Bar. Um, they had um, they had dispensers of sparkling water. So dispensers. I would well in the sense that they would just uh, there was a tap, ah. and I would just go to the tap, and uh-huh. there was you know mineral natural water and sparkling water. And I would just get high on sparkling water. I love <laughs> sparkling water. And I would just drink a lot of sparkling water. And also because it was so hot, I could do all of those gags holding a plastic, bo- plastic glass and like throw water everywhere because it would dry immediately. All those, all those gags. All of those gags, all those gags you can do with water. water in hot countries. Yeah. You can't do them in cold countries because people get really upset they if you do, throw right? water at them. They do. And also you get wet. Like you don't want to, you know, catch a cold or... No. Or just no. be wet for a long time. Especially nowadays, you don't want to catch a cold. You don't. You really that's, don't want to catch a cold. That's illegal. I have heard actually that you can't get a cold from being cold. No. I heard that. Like, I read that. You get stronger. You actually. do, right? You just... Mm, I, I've you burn noticed, more calories, apparently. As I've well. noticed that um, I get. Uh, it's easier to get sick uh, mm. in warmer countries uh, because oh. I've noticed that here I barely get sick. I don't really get sick in here. Yeah. Because uh, and also I am usually more out uh, with less clothes than necessary in the cold. And if uh, for somebody who comes from Italy or like a warm country mm. to be in Germany in this kind of weather, yeah. Uh, we overdress or we underdress? Well, we, we're not resistant to the cold. I've grown resistant to the cold. And now it's easier that I get sick in Italy because it's it's warmer and then I get comfortable. And then some like some, a little bit of cold air comes in. He's like, ah, oh, and it creeps in in my back. So people from warmer countries are, are more sensitive and therefore they get sick if they leave the class. Okay. That's, that's why our economy is in shambles. That's... That's why you what? Our economy is in shambles. Our yeah, it's the Italian in, economy in is in shambles. But like, doesn't really apply to other countries like Australia. Or no, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. You're very strong mm-hmm. uh, economy and a, a immune systems as well. Yes, I think. because yeah. you took a boat. To everybody, go everybody, yeah, everybody, took compulsory, compulsory boat, boat taking, taking exactly. <laughs> yeah, 
Ah, that's such a beautiful, like, that you remember having these taps of mineral water and that that was like, that those are quite common actually in co-working spaces. I have been in quite, and they just have, Mm -hmm. they just have mineral water on tap. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's, it's a great advancement. Really? It should be everywhere. Society. But you know, you get the soda streams, like mineral water, I think sparkling mineral water is far more important to, to Germans than most, than most other nationalities. You find? I think so. Um, hmm. Like, could you could you speak for the Italian? I can I can just say that uh, you should get uh, sparkling water that is sparkling from the source, from the and so- don't get the sparkles that are added because oh. that's phony. That's phony. That's phony. I know it's a little bit more expensive, but you should enjoy life and you should enjoy the sparkles that come directly from the source. Directly, you yeah. know, like the water San Pellegrino. That comes from that comes San from San Pellegrino. Pellegrino which is like a location um, and the water comes out sparkling That's on amazing. itself it's cr- bubbly yeah bubbly water the true from stuff the, the true with the, with, the, with the salt authentic with the salt oh it's so salty mm. though oh my god the one time oh the like the two times I've done comedy in Italy uh, the second time I did, they gave me way too many minutes and I was like headlining they had no idea what they were doing and uh, and they um, they had this mineral water and I was so dry in my mouth it was mm-hmm. such salty mineral water too many minutes oh, they gave me so many minutes and your mouth was dry because of the water or because, because of, the, of water. the minutes no because of the water oh, like okay. I was I was I was um, I was couldn't pronounce water. things properly like I was unable to form Italian words because my mouth was just all like dry together. You were doing this in Italian. Yeah, yeah. I was doing Italian comedy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did all right. I did all no, right. No, 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 no. I'm not. Know. But like, I was just thinking. <laughs> but yeah, speaking Italian the, with I a dry the mouth. water was going to help you. No. Dry mouth with Italian language. No, dry mouth in any language is tough. But with Italian. Mm. Oh, that was, that was oh. bad. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. Just some sparkling water, like it's the worst thing. It is the worst thing, but uh, I'm equipped, and uh, equipped. I've, I've, I use it. I use it. I, I'm, I'm done talking about sparkling yeah, water. Yeah, me too. Actually. I'm really like, done. That's, I, that's good. That's good. Um, we had to do it. We did have to. We really had to. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, at least I provided what you needed for this podcast episode. Yes, That's, um, and, uh, and I'm pleasantly surprised about your basil plant, which is very healthy. I can see oh, you have you. a wonderful view from uh, your uh, location, and it's I like it. And you have a drum drum kit. Drum yeah. kit. Yeah. Nice observations of my space. Yeah. These are all very That's, true. Yeah. Yeah. It is all very true. I mean, I mean, we do have different. We do live in different realities, but after all, this is a room that. That we're both in. We're both in. Exactly. So, so yeah. Um, it, yeah. Reality's uh, checked. <laughs> Reality checked. Good. We can move forward now. How is the coffee? How is your coffee? It was too much. I had a coffee earlier. I've realized that coffee is affecting me far more than um, most other drugs at the moment. I think mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I can't. Like, I made a second one because I was like, I like the taste. I like, I like the, the, the ritual of drinking a coffee. But then I just, like, I, I had a couple of sips and it was like, it's too much. It's too much. I'm it feeling shaking much. and my, my heart's a little bit. Mm, and uh, my eyes feel dry. Yeah, I I have the feeling that maybe there's there's more to mm. to your life uh, than the coffee. That maybe it's not just the coffee. Yeah, you might be right. But after all, we can blame the coffee because the coffee is the main cause of uh, 
of the cap- current of the current state of uh, discomfort discomfort of the capitalism of surveillance capitalism of surveillance yeah yeah that's that's the i mean i said it you said it you yeah. said it that's uh the capitalism of surveillance I, i'm trying to unpack that really oh you quick, shouldn't because it's uh it's really dangerous to unpack it yeah right it's, uh it might uh, like booby trapped Booby trap? Booby trapped? What is a booby trap? A booby trap? A booby trap. A booby trap is um it's something that uh is set uh, in the boobies. In the bo- <laughs> a booby trap um if something's booby trapped it's like you know there's a door and you open the door and then like that triggers something that then attacks you or is dangerous. Right. Yes. Yeah. And for why is the word boobies involved? It's brilliant. I think it's just a I think it's just one of those gifts that uh the english language gives us so it's a booby trap but like can anyone say this word i mean everyone if 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 you're a politician at parliament and say well this capitalism of surveillance is a real booby trap isn't it (laughs) can they say that in a public setting (laughs) i think if berlusconi said it he'd be criticized but i think if other politicians speak english true so so um so safe. if safe. let's say safe but i think uh the average politician that isn't known for uh insane levels of um booby trapping booby trapping uh i think yeah they could get away so with it so it's okay you can booby trap i gu- i guess you get closer to, to the common person the com- the person of the street the person of the street <laughs> the when politician gets used gets like by using that terminology i wouldn't say it's a, like a, a slang word it's not even a slang word. Oh, no, no. It's like a legitimate term for so when something is... So they can is... say booby trap, but they mm-hmm. can't say boobies in parliament. <laughs> exactly. It's the difference between the singular and the plural. It's very interesting. It's, uh, that, that's, that's called oh, capitalism of, uh, of plurality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Paradox. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. We were saying last night that uh, you should be a politician. Oh, I was saying that you, you should definitely get into politics. Yes, I should. Because... Yeah. Uh, because I understand the, the, the power of uh, lying yeah. and um, to do it for the common good. Yeah, right. I mm-hmm. think I think you, you you mentioned right before we started recording that um, you love confusion. Like you love everything being as complicated as possible. I don't think... Uh, um, sorry, finish. Yeah, no, no, no. Complicated is not the same as confusing. So no, you didn't say complicated. You said confusing. No, I like, I like confusion in the sense that I... It's. I mean, of course, it's it's a, it's the illusion of confusion because there's no such thing as total confusion, unless. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about a show, then it's okay because it's about like a whole set of uh, um, non sequiturs that though kind of convey uh, a certain sense of absurdity. Mm-hmm. But if it's but if a politician uses purposely a strategy of confusion mm-hmm. to confuse the people and make them more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. To whatever it is that power and control does to them, well, that's evil. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So that's all I gotta say. Okay. So if you were to run for a political party, uh, I would, I would, I would uh, spread uh, boobies. <laughs> I would spread boobies, um, unspread them, <laughs> spread them and unspread them, and. Uh, Light, joy, and compassion. That's what I oh, would yes, spread. Yes. You'd spread that as but well. But the boobies. Boobies are, mainly. I can't just pretend I am about everything. I, am, I like boobies. Boobies. Boobies are that's, important. That's, and, uh, and I'm sorry if any any of the any of the liberals here are offended, but I like boobies. Boobies. Yeah, I think I think everybody like. I, I think most people like boobies, except I'd say like um, male gay community. Not such a fan, but. So, 
Um, you know, I have a, a T-shirt uh, that uh, was made uh, by a friend of mine, and it's a, it's a, it's a white plain T-shirt with, uh, with boobies with boobies on them, uh-huh. like just just like the simple just lines, just the lines half and the nipples. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I posted a picture on Instagram with that T-shirt, it was taken down because truly, uh, yes, because I had boobies on. And, uh, but I'm topless glad. men are all over. All well, over. but I had the T-shirt with the boobies, and that's more offensive than uh, having some uh, neo-Nazi party on uh, Instagram. You know what I mean? So, anyway, truly, it got taken down. It got taken down. Yes, it got taken down because it's boobies. Because the algorithm sees the boobies. I'm sorry, but like these machines are made by puritanical Americans. What mm-hmm. do you expect? The KKK is allowed, but the boobies are not. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. But it also, but like, th- that that blows my mind. But like, I see friends posting photos, male friends with their, like, their full chest exposed and like nipples and nipple rings and everything. And it's like, it's it's graphic nipple exposure, but mm-hmm. because it's on a man, it doesn't get taken down. Well, I think the good thing about these machines that take down pictures is that they don't really have an understanding of erotism. They erotism just, like erotic ah, eroticism you know yeah. eroticism sorry about that no 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 and the the, the so they just see the the image mm-hmm. they just see the the i don't know the shape mm. and so they just delete mm. but they can't recognize between a shape that is actually very arousing mm-hmm. or a shape that is just like it's a t-shirt with with lines with lines, lines on it you know lines can be arousing but i wonder if these are just really like maybe just these robots are really like they think everything is, a, but they don't think that males are. But ah, robots ah. don't. Th- the robots don't think. Like robots it's, don't think. It's just about because yeah, robots true. are made by humans, mm-hmm. and it depends on what kind of humans make the robots. If these humans are sickos, mm-hmm. then the robots will be sickos, and then they will take down every. Well, I guess yeah. If the purposes to take things down i mean you know there's plenty of studies that basically say that the algorithm is intrinsically a white supremacist Mm -hmm. and we all know it yeah but i mean why would we stop the fun that we have on social media (laughs) because of that we don't have fun do we no absolutely i think it made our life way more miserable Mm -hmm. and we have stopped living uh in communities Oh, we've stopped living in communities because of social media oh yeah 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 they actually social media created the opposite of what they promised yes for sure Yes. But has it actually affected your community experience? Um, my life has become... Um, well, I have a very distorted relationship with social media because I believe it's the ultimate evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, every day I say that I should get out of there and just get some real mates, you know? Just <laughs> just, just get out of there and just get, 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 some, real get some real people. And, and I just... And I can't do it. I can't do it because I'm, I'm stuck. Because I've created throughout my life, I've created this kind of uh, happy-go-lucky, go different countries, get in touch with random people, yeah. character, personality. Mm. And now it's very difficult to give that up because if you give that up, then you have to make some other kind of choices. Like? Uh, like being in one place more constantly and create real relationships that include also horrible failures. With people, something that I've always tried to avoid. Um, like, you know? give me an example of a horrible failure with people. A with horrible people. failure with people is when you really, really like someone, mm-hmm. um, and um, and at first when you meet this person, uh, you feel there's a real connection mm-hmm. because uh, you know maybe you're not thinking that much and uh, you're just giving you're just giving this person like 
a very unfiltered, unadulterated version of who you are, mm-hmm. and and it resonates a lot with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you, and then you kind of go home and go like, wow, that was a very nice experience with this person. I I would like to see this person again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you realize that um, you meet again, and and you're so sort of um, excited about seeing this person mm-hmm. that you don't flow as naturally as as before. <laughs> and and then you start uh, sort of getting into your head and thinking, oh my god, did I? Why 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 is not is it not flowing the way it was the first time? Mm-hmm. Is it? And and um, and then. <sighs> And then she goes like, I don't, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And then I go like, well, I mean, but it was such a nice connection at first. And, and then you keep on sort of following this person. And then this person just like, and you become, you become so, you give your heart and it's, it's horrible. It's because you're so vulnerable and you just say, please, please like me, mm-hmm. please, please like me. <laughs> And and that's why I I, 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 I that's why I want to quit social media. That's <laughs> <laughs> I thought that social media was actually helping you avoid those situations. Oh yeah, but but that but I think that uh, social everybody's social skills have mm-hmm. worsened because of social media. Because imagine you meet you somebody. I think so. I actually think imagine you meet somebody at a bar, <sighs> and then you get uh, your. You get their contact on, yeah. or you find them on social media, right? Oh, yeah, I try not to do that. It's it, it's it's up to you. It's up mm-hmm. to you. Somebody somebody does that. Mm-hmm. Some people do that. Yeah, and then they see you in real life, and then maybe they become they go like, well, I don't need to say whatever I think about this person, and maybe. I will just send them a message after the evening. You know what I mean? There's always that option. You always have an yes, option to send yes. a message later. Yes. You know? Yes. And um, and so already having that option makes you less brave automatically. Yes. Because you have the option. Yes. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. 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 I, I agree. There's always so, a... Yeah. I suppose um, that has been the case since uh, basically like SMA... Like, I don't know, mobile phones maybe. Yes. Because you could always call afterwards as well. So I, I'm not sure if social media has no, been... No, it's the same it's, uh, I think thing. phones just having... It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. I remember I saw this video. I saw this video of a, a guy who... Uh, it was a short film from 2003. And uh, mm. I can't remember who made it. It was a comedy. It was a good comedian. But like, I'm not good with names. Okay. But he was uh, sending um, voicemails to different people, uh-huh. like uh, calling them and just say, hello, I am uh, not here. But he was calling and say, hello, I'm not here. I'm not at <laughs> home, but you can call me whenever. <laughs> and he would just spend time re-listening to his own message. Uh-huh. So already this kind of narcissistic tendency of uh, consuming oneself yeah. Uh, through these machines uh, is 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 already been going on for a long long time. It's just that we yeah. have come to we have come to the point I feel in which um, these uh, machines are far like they are creating the reality f- for us, and we are not more really much in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. 
Yeah, this idea of bravery, though. Yeah, like, yeah, we'd have to go back before, like, you know, back no, into the, the... Back into the caves. Back, well, not that far, but I think, you mm. know, 40s, 50s, pre-telephone. Ooh, the 40s. <laughs> Who doesn't love the 40s? <laughs> Favorite time period, I'd say. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone was just having horrible time yes, with everything. Yes, but I mean, Unless what great money. things came out of that? <laughs> oh, such great The Cold War... <laughs> Uh, right. Bombs, bombs, uh, walls, walls uh, at the FBI. FBI, yeah. yeah. A lot of good things came out of you know when yeah. they say, "My God, there was a war," but then look at what happened look right what after. Happened. Look Amazing. at the boom. The boom, the boom. Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah, please. Do you think we will ever recover from whatever has happened in the past two years? Oh. And I don't mean to be, you know, you know, I know it's a comedy thing, but like... No, uh, no, no, this is an interesting question. It's it's a very adult, it's a very adult question. It's a very adult question. I mean, imagine if children were to listen to this. Imagine. That'd be... Oh, oh. Block block your ears, please, please stop. Uh, I think, um, like, what's recovery, though? Like, I'm going to break down the question because it's... Yes. You know, what's recovery? Well, because we were talking about the 40s and you Mm -hmm. said, oh... The 40s, everybody was horrible. And then we were like, oh, but after that, my God, what a... Mm. Well, when I said everyone was horrible, I suppose what I what I look at in terms of favorite time, like periods in history, in terms of... Uh, I'm all, pretty much always looking at it from a from um, like the f- point of view of position of women. <laughs> yes. And in the 40s, like, uh, it was bad for women, for sure, but... There were barely any women. So <laughs> <it was> crazy. <laughs> But the the disparity was was um, was there, but it was like I think more poverty was more of an issue. Like like disparity in wealth was uh, more problematic, and there were freedoms. Like women could still be going off and doing their own thing to a point, um, depending on how much money they had or, or access to education, or whatever. But um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, going back to like everyone being horrible. Like it was you know it was a dirty time. Like it wasn't the Middle Ages. There was more freedoms, but it was still like tough to get by you know mm-hmm. everyone was kind of like it was a dirty existence but um but recovering from the last two years um, i think we are extremely damaged um by by the this whole pandemic thing like i think we're all we're all so that's the p- pandemic i think we're well, what, do you, what do you think well, what, what are know, you thinking of the last two years, two years? i don't know what what are you Oh, I mean, oh, well, yeah, uh, just just the general uh, level of uh, uh, violence, psychological violence that we are experiencing generally, I think, from from all corners, from all corners. Okay, that's that's, that's good and specific. I, uh, well, yeah, there's been politics, sure. And then there's like uh, a lot of anger and uh, movement around like the state of the environment. Last night you kept saying things along the lines. Oh of, yes, uh, my no, God. no babies, less babies, more environment, more environment. Please. Yeah, less babies, more environment. Less babies, more. Environment. I don't even. I don't even believe in it. I actually don't <laughs> even believe in it. I actually think people should multiply. Should you do. Repro- I I really think so. Uh-huh. I mean, we should just kill the rich and multiply. Yes. Just kill the rich. Because they keep too many resources to they themselves. Really, they really do. And if you were to redistrib- redistribute, mm. it, it, there should be a cap. I think I really believe that there should be like a level. You can't get richer than this. You know, ah, okay, there should yeah. be like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the maximum you can get. 
Yeah. And because otherwise you just get these crazy people who were basically utterly frustrated throughout their whole teenage years because they were nerds mm -hmm. becoming so, so, so rich that all they want to do is to take revenge. Because yeah, or that's what they're yeah, doing. abuse their power. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think um, uh, it's, that's interesting, like cutting a cutoff point for, but what do they do? Like, if what if they're so good at making money? What, like, then at a certain point, their resources get uh, distributed to. Um, what does like, it mean to, make, to be so good at making money? Mm, like you look at like the Elon Musks or you look at the you know because there's like there's like a hundred Elon Elon Musks there's a there's a mm -hmm. few of them um you look at uh you know the people that are fucking Bezos and and these people that are just able to build these um like towers of of wealth and then and and, and then cities and they just they just keep being able to expand their business um like limits and, and and they just keep making money so these people we need to use those people right that like they should exist and they should continue to uh do but that said all of that wealth making is also usually using means of exploitation right like it's there's a lot of there are a lot of problems in amazon work rights and i believe that. that the only way to make money is to dodge the laws this is how you make money because Laws mm -hmm. are made in a certain way, mm -hmm. and I, I, I actually think you can only become so rich if you actively, proactively lobby and make sure that all competition is destroyed by either legal or illegal means. Mm -hmm. This is how you make money. You destroy the competition. You're not good at making money. You're good at fucking people up. This is how you make money. Mm -hmm. In my humble opinion, mm -hmm. as uh, somebody who has been living off uh, savings from jobs I have done two years ago. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Whatever that means. I, uh, yeah, like my, I don't know. I've never really you, you know. suffered. Like I've suffered economic, like fin my financial position since I moved to Berlin has been the worst it's ever been. Like it was in Australia, it is so easy to make money mm -hmm. and be very, very financially comfortable. Yes. Uh, in Germany, like as an expat, you know, whenever you move countries, right, it's not easy. And then like, you know, trying to figure your, um, like get rights as someone that doesn't speak the language and, and building all those things up, but, uh, making money and really, Hmm. Avoiding, avoiding the law. I feel like there are lo there are lots of people that make money that aren't um, uh, killing competition or um, dodging the law, but they're like not the super rich. The super rich are absolutely those ones. I think. Well, I mean, I also think that uh, if you if you um, ah, if you create a if you if you have a system in, in your hands that also. Um, sort of influences how people think mm -hmm. um, then it's way easier to make more money because you are basically telling people what they need convincing them that mm -hmm. they need something and just by the way I also sell those things I I'm telling you, you mm -hmm, th I mm -hmm. think you need you know like at some point it just becomes a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy in mm -hmm. which then do we actually need to go to Mars uh, no, but this is not even the point. The point is we need to go to these planets to get some resources to keep on producing those things that these people do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, like yeah, this yeah. is not something for the advancement of humanity, something for the advancement or the, of their business. Mm -hmm. They are going for world domination and we have to be clear about this. We need to fuck them up. <laughs> 
How do we fuck them up? Um, we have to turn off all of our devices mm-hmm. immediately, right mm-hmm. now. Right now. <laughs> right now, if we turn everything off, if you're listening to this, just turn everything off. Because I feel like I should just stop recording and close. The imagine computer, if right? this just <laughs> that would be perfect. Yes, it's just, it's just yes, it should be like this, and then just white noise. Uh, for yes, the next, yeah. That would be perfect. Um, you know, if there's a big solar flare, uh-huh. everything's going to be so fucked up. Uh-huh. And everything is just going to be... Would that be... burn us? I don't know what a solar flare does. It basically is a solar flare. It wouldn't really affect us. It would just affect the whole system uh, of uh, the whole grid of electricity. Okay. So, yeah, it would fuck us good. And it would fuck us. It would fuck hospitals as well, though. But it would fuck Jeff Bezos. I'm a, I'm a strong support, like... Uh, of, I'm a strong supporter of no electricity in hospitals. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> really? Like, there's too much... You know, you're saying uh, uh, fewer, like, less babies, more, more environment. Like, modern medicine is the biggest problem that I think we have. Like, we're keeping people alive for too long. Like, there should be... They should be dead. They should be dead. They should be dead by now. There should be a limit. There should be a limit of how, like, how many chances you get, you know? Like, and and everyone that is, that might listen to this, particularly my stepdad, would hate me, you know, saying this, but like, there's a limit, right? There's a, like, how many, how much money, how many many resources are we going to throw to each human life? Like, if you've got, I don't know, I think that uh, old people are necessary. I agree. Um, but I know that you think uh, that I'm trying to say something nice, but I'm not. I'm just really trying to say that old people are necessary so that they keep on voting for somebody really, really backwards. And so this is why we need the old people to be alive so that the world will not change with the for, for the young. You know what I mean? This is this is a whole it's a whole conspiracy. I'm telling you, they're keeping these old people alive. Yeah, so that they the can keep on voting. Mm-hmm. That's I, it. I like. I, <laughs> Welcome to Conspiracy Central. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. I, uh, I I I'm I'm a big supporter of old people. I think um, you know it's okay, it's okay how much they smell. I think they're still important. Oh. <laughs> no, I. I uh, I have more of an affinity with like the youth, I guess, than I have with old people. I have less exposure to old people. Um, however, I I don't want them to just I don't want to kill them. I just think when they when you there are lots of old people who don't have massive medical challenges and mm. they just live till they're eighty or seventy or ninety or whatever. But it's the ones that are just you know constantly like they're miserable, but they're being kept alive by modern medicine or you know it's just. I I think it's violence. What I'm saying. No, not not this not this one thing you were saying. Just like mm. in general, I think it is violence to keep uh, people, uh, ah. especially in a world that they don't really understand anymore. Right? Because like I I saw this video. It was a very interesting video of uh, a woman being a very old woman. She was like uh, an early hundred, and uh, she was a Victorian woman. She was born in like eight. It, it, the, the, the video was shot in nineteen seventy four mm-hmm. or something like that, and she was basically born um yeah pretty much 100 years before so 1870 and you see she was interviewed by a very young uh woman and you see this you see this woman who's nearly 100 years old who basically was born in the previous century went through two world wars 
And the, wasn't it like there were economic revolutions? Like wasn't hold on, the revolutions were in the eighteen hundred early eighteen hundreds? It was. She was basically born at the kind of the at the very beginning of the industrial revolution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And and this woman in nineteen seventy because you relate to the seventies way more, even though it was fifty years ago. You mm. do relate to the seventies a lot, and basically this uh, this woman was interviewing this older woman, and the, and, and the younger woman was asking, so. Um, has the world changed for you? <laughs> and you see oh this woman basically with a headdress, with like a long red dress, and she just goes like, oh yes, the world is not the same as when I was born. And you can just, it's like she's out of a book. She's out of a book. And... There were no planes when she was born. Like there was nothing. There was just grass and cows and mm-hmm. and just a few rivers. Just <laughs> and and so to keep old people, like you really need to have very open-minded old people who I think who are not scared of change. Otherwise, you're just gonna have very disoriented old people yeah. who um, also. Nowadays, our old people generation, and I feel safe to say it because Italy is the second oldest country in the world after Japan. If these old people, they still think they're right. They still think they have it all right Mm -hmm. and that we are doing everything wrong. Mm -hmm. They have this attitude about themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's because these are the people that survived the Second World War Mm -hmm. and... uh, and they think they're better than us. And mm-hmm. they still do. And what do they do? They do nothing good. <laughs> they do. They do nothing good. I just, uh, it's like it's so... The similarities or the, the um, connecting points between Japan and Italy continue to fascinate me. Mm. Like, because that's, those are the languages that I studied, which is the dumbest combination of anything to study. And um, oldest oldest nationalities, like yeah, the, the old... Uh, what's it? Like the life expectancy or whatever of Italy and Japan, like oldest in the world mm-hmm. also lowest birth rates i think yes. germany is now in that i'm not sure if it's second third or first but the three countries <laughs> germany has got low birth rates. really low birth rate i think it's increased a little bit recently thanks to prince lauerberg exactly mm-hmm. i think also the pandemic like everyone was just like let's fucking do this like a lot of people there's so many pandemic babies yeah, and some of them are called COVID, some of them Corona. Corona, Corona. Imagine the, in, in like COVID for the boys, Corona for exactly. the girls. Exactly, mm-hmm. Corona, Corona. Hello, so we have Corona, COVID, COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, Ebola. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're ten years ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I think um, uh, babies, babies, Corona. Uh, lower, lower, but, lower yeah. birth rates. And Japan and Italy, these mm-hmm. um, these similarities, and and Japan and Germany is also kind of up there. I don't know what the life expectancy like is in Germany, but yeah, it's bizarre that these two countries, who, yeah, there's other similarities too, like um, kind of like the family, uh, you know, like the the yakuza is not the same as the mafia, but also like these, you know, like Japan was also just all these tiny little like settlements and only became unified for. Uh, war purposes really and like a standard Japanese was taught to unify just like Italian like it's all these weird similarities yes yeah that's all I got on that well that was good Uh, I was um, uh, didn't know about uh, Japan being uh, unified by 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 language a few people well yeah not I'm not I don't know I don't know what country actually was 
was unified, if not by just a small minority. Yeah, right. I think minorities always rule. Yeah. Because they are, there's only a minority who has a vision of what to do. Exactly. And they have to convince everybody else. Uh-huh. That's how good you gotta be. Yeah. You just, just a few people command. No? If a solar flare comes and, like, we've got no more electricity, like, how do you think you would fare in a... In a, in a no-electricity world? Yeah. I think I would have a ball. <laughs> I really, really... I think I will also get killed very quickly, but you I reckon? think... Well, because I think I would develop this certain sense of recklessness. Because mm-hmm. I actually think that uh, a lot of electric. I also think, you know, like in the past 15 years, there's basically anywhere you go, there's Wi-Fi. Everywhere mm-hmm. you go, there's like some kind of uh, some kind of thing that just beams out some kind of, um, I don't know, wave. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, I, you know, um, and, and I think I, I sometimes I really feel the difference from being in a city and being in the woods or being in a forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, because... <laughs> <laughs> first, first of all, because I've been taken there and I have a bag on my head. But like, secondly, <laughs> I just really feel the lack of electricity. Yeah, right. You like, as in you, you can sense it in your body. And I feel because you're in nature, you feel like more, you know, you're more. What's energized. funny? I recently, um, I recently moved into this apartment and my fridge cable was. Um, Oh, what did I do? My fridge cable was was broken. Like I, mm-hmm. I I let it sit for a day, and then it was like fuck. It, like it's completely spliced. And so I did a really bad attempt at repairing it, and uh, and 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 then it like it blew all the power when I plugged it in. And uh, I touched I touched the the area around it afterwards. Like touched the fuse box, and then touched the the cord. Like once I realized blah blah, blah it was all safe, but. I felt the electricity mm-hmm. in my body mm-hmm. afterwards, and even recently, I was drilling into I was drilling into the concrete uh, walls of my bathroom, and the the power of like a masonry drill, I felt like I felt the electricity in me after that as well, like very very physical things. So, I think being in the <coughs> woods, yeah, like you, if you're not close to electrical things. If it, there's another kind of power that comes in which is your mm. own because body is electricity as well yeah i don't really understand how electricity works i have i have mm. n- no understanding whatsoever i can only give you the experiential mm-hmm. uh, sort of uh, experience mm. of the experiential <laughs> experiential experience of the experience and um and i know that in a world without electricity uh i think I don't know, just be cycling around and high five everybody and just right. stop by and just try to get some some chicken out of, uh, you know, like out people burning, 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 cooking chickens and like burning. We go back yeah. to fire, which yeah. is a great element. I love it. I love fire too. I think fire is one of the best elements. You know, water's good. You um, know, water you need, you washing need your clothes yeah. and uh, washing or just. You a lot know? of cold washes like the washing machine like i'd be a bit bummed out because i just got this great washing machine and i wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to use it oh but i'm sure we can just make it spin by my hand yeah right just like <laughs> just you could you could create like a pulley system with yes. some string you know you, like you just pull it and, and it people would it. start doing things together again because yeah, right? there's no automation anymore yeah i would love it like i would be i would be super down for a world with no electric like you know we could still be doing comedy we'd just you know it'd be like hey like guys we're all you know you just have to tell people like people would be marking the days with I mean. like like this is like for what we do mm-hmm. electricity and civilization in general is just an impediment yeah 
Like well, for yeah. what we like to do, it's just it's anything, <laughs> like anything that is beyond like the 1500s. It's yeah. just like Unne- it's, it's yeah. unnecessary. Unnecessary. I just need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Good acoustic, you mm-hmm. know. Like they would create, you know. There are these these amphitheaters with mm-hmm. this great acoustic. You're oh, right in yeah. the middle, and instead of being on stage, you're low. And the people are on top and uh-huh. they can hear very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And you just say something. You don't even need a microphone and everybody has a, a hell of a time. I actually so much prefer performing. That's a huge call, but I actually so much prefer performing without a microphone. I really like uh, doing a comedy last week. It was raining so heavily and it's undercover, but the rain, like these um, uh, fucking like umbrellary things, they, they were just full of water and it was dripping onto the speaker and then onto the mixer. And I was like, I am not going to kill a comedian tonight. So I I disconnected Mm -hmm. everything and I've performed without microphones, just like sets, but hosting a whole show, like being a host. Oh my God. It was so much fun. But also the, the, the energy in the space with the people and everyone was packed also proximity of people. I think the quote, like without, with electricity, everyone is more distant. Mm hmm. And without electricity, everyone has to, yeah, get closer together. And then it's the human body electricity that is, that's connecting people. I, I, you know what? I'm sick of it. I'm I am sick. sick of this overdoing everything, having to, everything has to be compartmentalized. Everything has to be made more efficient. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's such a, it, 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 it's such a lack of respect for the human body. Yes. It's such a lack of respect for the potentialities that the human body has. I've always thought about the microphone yes. thing. Yeah. Because uh, I, I was thinking about when there was, you know, comedians have been around just, just, like, just like prostitutes. They've been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Because they've always been necessary. Mm-hmm. And I said prostitute. I could have said any other profession, but that's okay. I think it's the right one to choose. And, and uh, I was thinking about when the microphone got into the mix, yeah. you know, and how that changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, of course, you could do different sort of shows in which you didn't have to be necessarily in a place with good acoustic. You yeah. just needed a good microphone, well amplified, yeah. and you could talk to a lot of people. Yeah. And I also wonder, just holding the microphone or having mm-hmm. the mic stand, mm-hmm. it has changed a bit the style and the way in which the comedian projects itself. Totally. And without the microphone, surely you sort of open up your body more because Completely. you have to be more visible and you mm-hmm. have to be... And you can't just do like awkward bits because no. with the microphone, you can just do awkward shit and you yeah. can... And without the microphone, you have to be like a more in a positive mindset because you have to shine. Yeah, you have to hold that space. You yes. have to. Why are they listening to you? <laughs> there's nothing. Exactly. There's nothing showing why they should. You have to. Yeah, you have to make. Um, yeah, your presence worthy of their attention. So the microphone has changed the comedy completely. And, completely. And you know, and like if. I was thinking, what if at some point they just say, well, microphones now have to be connected to your passport. <laughs> and now it's just that's, like, so whatever you say in the mic, it's going to go straight to the government. And <laughs> ah, what? I'm a bit paranoid. I am Are you, just, you're a bit. I'm a bit slightly paranoid. A bit slightly paranoid. A bit slightly paranoid, but I think it's healthy. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah? Paranoia is healthy? Mm, paranoia is not healthy, but surely thinking about the worst is uh, it's gruesome. It's horrible. It's... Um, yeah, but it is if I think it I always think if I think it somebody has thought it as well oh that's a sad thought though I think like that too but I don't I don't know I feel I feel like that in certain places in the world 
right? Like, I feel like that's, that's, for me, that's how I describe London. I feel like when I'm in London, it feels like there's been, like, no thought is original. Like, it just feels like everything has been thought of already here. Like, there's a, there's a oppression, oppressive feeling of, like, mm, creative uh, limitation. Why? I don't know. It's just a feeling. Whereas in Berlin, I feel like new ideas are able to be born here mm-hmm. and there's like space for them to grow mm-hmm. and it's and there's an energy here that like there's an electricity here in the in the air and the earth that like allows new ideas to actually be born and then take shape and there's energy to like yeah make them be realized well yeah <laughs> no 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 i mean uh, <laughs> The, the, I don't know, like the London thing. I lived in London for five years and mm. I can tell you that, um, yeah, it's, it's a heavy place. It's a heavy, very heavy right? place, heavy, yeah. uh, but it's, it's also very much determined by what kind of social status you're, 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 you're in. Um, and, um, and I find it ultimately yeah. a little bit boring, a little oh, bit boring, totally, totally. mostly because yes, everything is extremely, extremely regulated and yeah. uh, I was there in the times of CCTV cameras uh, mm-hmm. that uh, were basically spreading everywhere uh, and people were just it was interesting because there were a lot of cameras everywhere you were mm. uh, and then uh, and and there were of course you know I would always hang out with uh, uh, paranoid people who were scared of any kind of surveillance and uh, they would go like in that building you see over there in that building this is where all the screens for the cameras are and then and but nobody looks at them nobody looks at them mm-hmm. you know this 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 there is um, it is also true that paranoia is one thing but also um, this paranoia contributes to make power more effective. Absolutely. In the sense that... Um, Panopticon, no? Power in itself is, is, uh, is, is there to scare you, mm-hmm. but if, and if you buy into it, it becomes bigger yeah, exactly. than what it is. And, and it is sort of... What power does is very banal because you're basically being watched. Mm. But you're being watched by whom? Yeah. You're just being watched by a machine. Yeah, I just like paranoia. I don't like with with, with CCTV stuff, with whatever. It's like, <clears throat> I think you need to having I mean, a fear of that stuff and, and, and allowing that to even enter your mind as, as time and thought is like, unless you're doing something to, you know, under, um, what's the word? Like uh, subvert the system. Mm-hmm. Then like, unless you've got a political movement that is trying to subvert the system, unless you're engaging in acts of um, like violent rebellion, I, I don't know why anyone's paranoid. Um, I don't think I would be, I don't think, no, no, of course you should not be paranoid, but I think that uh, just the act, just the fact of having something looking at you mm. changes you. Because this is, you know, like, it, it's, it's a rule. I find it's, it's it, a rule of life. It is a rule. So, so just for you, the awareness of knowing that something is listening or something is watching changes you. You're not the same person, you know? So it's not about being paranoid. It's just about being aware that um, just these little things, these little devices everywhere are actually involving 
uh, more than what it seems like they are mm. changing you and of course like it's like okay now i got drumsticks in my hand and i can do one two three four adults only adults only the comedy podcast of only only adults yeah. And, yeah and i can do this <laughs> you can do that but you know think about everything that changes you while you don't even realize yeah i don't like there's a part of me that's like i feel like i i i you know it's uh, basically that uh, a description preach. of that is like you constantly have a mirror in front of you i am preaching yes yeah and it's just like you're always aware of how you look or how you might be seen but i don't know i'm not sure if uh if that exists because of um i think that exists because of our parents right i think we all have this <laughs> oh god no, not god not god necessarily not god, like our parents because our parents were always watching us i think there's still something even if today's technology didn't exist there's still something in the human brain that oh. considers always being watched my god you are so right because i remember growing up in the small town where i'm from before smartphones before mm. even like a stable internet connection that mm. would load pictures in like less than five minutes. The sense of boredom and also of imprisonment mm -hmm. that I experienced just because of the way in which I was brought up mm -hmm. and how at, at the beginning this kind of technology was so liberating because mm -hmm. it would la let you allow you to project yourself onto other worlds. Yeah. It's truly magical. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, however, believe that this uh, right now, uh, most of what we have technology-wise mm -hmm. technology is just uh, uh, an excuse to make money. It's not actually useful. I think most of it is like there's in place, there's a very good system to mm -hmm. communicate and to make th work easier and faster. Mm -hmm. But I think we're getting, we're getting to a point in which uh, we're being overly exploited because I mean all yes. of our data is we're not we don't we don't really understand what's going on. I think we're a bit at loss. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, hmm. yeah, the way I interact with this, I definitely feel like it's all for work, and so all the data that anyone's collecting from me is based on what I'm doing for work and mm -hmm. by work I just mean comedy and like promoting shows yeah. and uh, consuming comedy uh, and music and other stuff sure yeah. but like that's it so I'm like yes we're oh I'm simply just annoyed that somebody's making money off the free work that I do oh yeah for sure that's all like uh, I don't I don't care yeah. about privacy yeah. I mean I don't care I do care about privacy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's not a main concern mm -hmm. i'm more concerned about the fact that there's somebody basically doing that to me and yeah. because they do it to like millions of people mm -hmm. they're just making money off yeah, whatever true. we do normally yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely it's another level you know that's what i don't like yeah let's get off the grid let's get off the grid get off the grid and join some good trees because uh, <sighs> trees have uh have you ever thought when i hug a tree mm. I sometimes get, even though the, the trees have got no arms to mm -hmm. hug me back, mm -hmm. I feel way more hugged sometimes than from people. It's been a while since I've hugged a tree, mm. I'll be honest. Um, I do love, uh, yeah, this, this new apartment that I'm in, I, the amount of life that you get from just being close to nature and the number it's, of trees It's here, very good. It's, it's, it's special. But we have to wrap things up because we've yes, got a we show have to. to go to. Okay, bye-bye. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, bye now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. All right, that has been um... adults only. <laughs> adults only <laughs> comedy podcast. Wait, wait, wait. So good. All right, that's that's been it. Um, thank uh, you, Anna. Thank you, Filippo. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>